everyone, and welcome to Thursday Live Lessons here on Ukulele on the Ground. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, and joining me are Mr. Aaron, the voice Nakamura. Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And we have special guest today, Mr. Ryan Isaki. Say what's up, Ryan. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It is all no Ryan. That, the three of us are actually the original Ukulele on the Ground guys. Uh, actually, these two guys are the original two Ukulele on the Ground guys, and then then I you know was brought along with this project, but um. Ryan and I have been playing music together since 2000, so it's been almost 20 years. See, to that January makes 20 years. Yep, 20 yeah, years we've been playing music together for you know for 20 years. Uh, Aaron and I, you know, met a while back. You guys heard all these stories and stuff, but these are the three original ukulele on the ground guys. And the reason is because Kahai's not here, and we're like, <laughs> man, a two-man commentary team. And I was telling Aaron this in wrestling, it's it's not ideal. <laughs> you know, you want you want a you want a play-by-play guy, the Michael Cole. Okay. Then you want a uh, a heel commentator and a face commentator, so that there's like you know there's uh, there's color in the commentary. Okay. You know what I mean? But so between me and me and Aaron, we're just both like just. So am I? <laughs> like, am I Jerry the King Lawler? No, he could be he's Jerry the King Lawler, <laughs> and he could be a JR. Good old JR. That's, a, that's an old nineties wrestling. Uh, rest yeah, I guess so. That was a two man team. Yeah. <laughs> right on guys and welcome to uh thursday live lessons what we do here is we answer any and all of your questions um i guess today especially today you guys can ask ukulele questions you guys can ask ukulele underground questions since ryan is here um you can ask us basically anything and we'll answer any and all of your questions via email via telephone via text via whatever it may be um let's just get started i'm, I'm excited for this so let's uh let's go let's, uh, give me the first question here Okay, this one, uh, it's kind of a long question. Okay. Um, yeah. hey guys, Ryan's I... ready. <laughs> hey guys, I... Is it about canceling your Yee Plus subscription? Because that's the only kind of questions I can feel these days. Contact Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> After this episode, we've been getting like, a lot oh, of man, <laughs> That was the worst idea having Ryan on the podcast. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, so the first one is from Michael. Okay. And it was, hey guys, I've always been strumming with my pointer finger, mm-hmm. but after watching uh, Jake Chimabukuro's uh, masterclass, I-, I think he might have been talking about his. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I think it's Jake's. Um, it might have been his pluck strum. Or oh, okay, some, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the uke minute. Yeah, the uke minute. I see him strumming with the fleshy part of his thumb mm. on the down mm. and the fleshy part of his pointer finger on the up strum. Mm. I really love the sound and feel of this style, but I keep hitting the top strings too hard. Mm. So I'm guessing with his thumb, right? Mm. If if that's what he's saying. Is yeah, yeah, I kind of have an yeah. idea, but yeah. 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 Any tips... Um, or are there other videos that can explain this in more detail? Perhaps mm-hmm. it's my ukulele too. I realize my fretboard does not go into the body of the ukulele. Mm-hmm. So I don't have that sweet spot where I can hit the fretboard before the mm-hmm. top string on down. So I guess, yeah, maybe it's not his fretboard. It maybe isn't raised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, like, he doesn't have this. This is what he means. He doesn't have this part. Well, like the fret is on the uh, the fretboard is on the ukulele, so yeah. I'm guessing it's just twelve right here, and it just stops right there. Yeah. So it doesn't have the sweet spot right here. Too so like he's saying on. that it doesn't, like he can't just hit the fretboard first before mm, like mm, mm, you know. So maybe he's hitting the the top strings mm-hmm. a little bit too hard with his okay. thumb. So um for for that, so I think I I remember uh, that Jake lesson. So he's kind of like doing you know doing this uh like to this is kind of strum. So yeah, Jake so I, doesn't or yeah. maybe like down and up. Yeah. Like a, 
So it, there's a there's a lot of ukulele players that use that technique actually, not just Jake. But first, let's just talk about Jake and that technique. Um, that was kind of a specific technique. If it's the same one that, that we're thinking of, and you know, the the strum, you know, that, that he kind of taught. So when he kind of is doing this, he's using the flesh part of his thumb on you know on the top string and just kind of fleshy parts of your fingers to do this kind of pluck pluck strum, and it gives you. Um, better control over uh, each string so if you kind of want to make sure that the C uh, is louder or maybe you want to make the E louder make the A louder you know you can uh, you can do that and there's a lot of control using these uh, four fingers he also kind of shows this like this uh, the strum where he goes like this and um, you might want to check out other uh, ukulele players such as uh, Kalega Miao uses this uh, this kind of uh, this kind of strum, but actually, it's uh, Kalei learned it from Kimo Hussey. So Kimo Hussey does this um, does this kind of same technique. So you might, if you want further studies on that, you might want to check out anything that Kimo Hussey has out because he, he does this, and he does, I believe, he does like free lessons on his like YouTube channel. I think you can uh, you can find some from there. Um, but uh, as as far as um, you know, your 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 thumb hitting the you know hitting the top string or, or whatever, it's actually Try to hit it as uh, as soft as possible because um, here you're basically using the top string just as a ghost note. This pointer finger going up is gonna play the chord and mostly the notes. Okay, the uh, whatever melody line notes that you may have is going to be played by this pointer finger doing this kind of up pluck or up strum or whatever you want to call it. But this uh, this thumb is mainly just to kind of set the the rhythm part. So uh, if I'm doing. So it's mostly my pointer finger kind of doing this up while this thumb just kind of adds the ghost notes in there. So I'm trying to do this as kind of quietly as possible, but you're still getting the rhythm of the top and maybe the C string for some bass. It's kind of doing that. But notice mostly this this up strum right here that you're uh, that you're hearing more. So just go as lightly as possible and just kind of aim for just the top string. And if you hit the C string, that's totally fine. So if you're just kind of aiming for the top doing this so if you look at it from this angle I'm kind of hitting away see that I'm not hitting down like this like I normally would I'm hitting up and away if I hit the C totally fine it is easier because I do have a guide here with the um with, with the fretboard so I can kind of do this and as soon as my thumb or the flesh part of my thumb hits that fretboard I kind of go out like this whereas this same thing pointer finger I use that as a guide to go up. So if you don't have this, there is no guide, but for the most part, you can just still try to aim for that G and just kind of hit out like so. Maybe you can show the angle of your, from the top down. Yeah. Okay. Here. So it's like here, top, and then kind of out. Instead of this would be going down. So you don't want to hit the rest of those, you just want to hit the top two and then out. So this, this angle right here can kind of show that. And if you want accents, 
you can always still strum down. So this is just kind of ghost note. You can make a full strum to accent like a, a nice soft strum. But the thing is, um, you're going to want to learn how to strum every single way. This is just kind of one style to do. Uh, and, and it works on some songs, not going to work on every song. Um, I still would suggest kind of using your pointer finger, using your, you know, your thumb or whatever finger it is that you use to strum your ukulele or all five if you want to do that. But that's just maybe like a quiver, you know, like a, an arrow in your quiver. That's just one, you know, one of the tools that you can you can use whenever you need it. So I wouldn't, uh, I, I would go and learn it and stuff, and I would, you know, use it on whatever song it, it needed. But it's not something that I would fully dedicate my time to. It's like, oh, I got, you know, from now on, I'm gonna strum like this and only this. You know, it's like that's that's cool. But you know, you want to learn every single way to strum. I mean. You know, because you, you're going to use your pointer finger. You might use that, like, kind of business card kind of strumming. You know, you might want to do that. You might want to, like, separate it for triplets and stuff. So there's all kinds of different ways to strum. You don't want to limit yourself to just that one. But it's great to, that you're kind of expanding, which is awesome. What do you guys think, Aaron? Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of just uh, a matter of knowing where your hand is in space. Yeah, that's and, true. And the more that you practice, the more that you'll know kind of just intuitively how mm. far you are from mm. your strings. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's just just comes down to practice. Mm -hmm. And it's a like if it's a new concept for you, then it's just going to be mm -hmm. new. It's you know, you're going to have to yeah. experiment yeah. and yeah. see what works for you and for your ukulele cuz mm. that's kind of that's kind of tough too if you don't have you know that extra part of the fretboard on your Yeah, cuz like yeah. I said, I do use it as a guy. Like I kind of brush um the the flesh part of my my thumb against the, the top part just a little bit and, and once it kind of you kind of know yeah, where you are once yeah. i hit where the fretboard would be i use that kind of as a ramp you know like if you think of it that way like yeah um and i, I used to jump a lot of ramps when i was a kid so like <laughs> your bike is going like this and the ramp going up it's not like this and then you go down you know it's not like you go up and you go down this way you go up like your your bicycle watches up right instead of going down i've done that too on a bike <laughs> like not quite go up the ramp you don't go fast enough <laughs> yeah. was that... the question about fixing the technique or just is that okay um both i believe it's like oh you know i was doing it like this one time and then now i've kind of switched over to this um you know can you tell me like you know uh... or some advice on doing that do you have any advice for, for this man ryan uh, I think it's just like important as a musician to learn different strums and yeah. want to use them because like if you were to try to take that strum and play reggae with it, it'll be pretty yeah. hard. But if you if, if you did like chunking or like like more like skanky yeah. kind of um, strumming, cool. yeah, could you? I mean, I guess you could do that, you know. But even that, like, it's not exactly like what you were doing earlier. Yeah, and that's part of the journey of yeah. becoming a better musician is like learning how to mm -hmm. apply these tools in the right mm -hmm. places. Mm -hmm. You're not hammering with a screwdriver. You're hammering with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, you know. but you can. You can. <laughs> That's it, the thing. It, you can't use the technique for it. Yeah, you can get away with it. Totally fine, but there are better tools for, yep. you for that. Yeah, and that's basically what any kind of strumming technique Good is. answer, I see. <laughs> see, he's, you know, he's already... <laughs> well, I, I think I've, I've fielded, like, I think Kahai is catching up, but in terms of the history of ukulele on the ground, yeah. I fielded the most questions you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah you know yeah. so it's true it's true i've answered these questions that kind of question mm, a lot he's, you know? it's not his first rodeo <laughs> it's not his first yeah. rodeo all right do you have any other questions hopefully that answers that question and if uh, if yeah. you have any kind of follow-up questions to that if you are mike you know if you want to follow up uh if you're in the chat just type it on the chat if not you can always reach out to us and we'll you know see if we can 
I'll give yeah, you a little think, bit more information if you I need think it. Uh, he was saying that he wanted to watch the replay if we answer okay. his question on the live. Yeah, live. so if not, you know, just let us know. If uh, if anything, um, what I would suggest, and we used to say this all the time, is that if you uh, send us a video of what, you know, what uh, what you're doing so we kind of know what, what it looks like and stuff, mm-hmm. um, then we can make the proper corrections. Either that, join us uh, or join us in the one-on-one coaching on Thursdays or uh, book a private lesson. Any one of those will, you know, will work. We'll, we're really dedicated to... To, uh, to fixing anyone and everyone's problems, so yeah, and that's kind of instantaneous. Too. Yeah, like, yeah, we can, yeah, we could see it, and we yeah, can like, yeah, totally tell this. you. Yeah, it's this. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. We talk about that in the live coaching a lot. When I was before Mason's soccer season started, yeah. how like there's only two types of problems everybody learning ukulele runs yeah. into: technique problems and timing problems. Mm. And so, technique problems can be corrected very quickly. Mm-hmm. And this is a technique problem. So yeah, if you see it, you can. Yeah, reposition the wrist. You can reposition mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. finger really quickly. So, although we kind of understand, you know, like what what you're saying, what the problem is, it would be so much better if we could see it and then we could really like zoom in and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we have any other questions? Uh oh, yeah, we do a couple, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, awesome. uh, since you mentioned it, mm-hmm. like technique problems and then timing problems, meaning like rhythm. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Yeah. So, so what would be kind of like a general like? How would you go about? correcting somebody's rhythm um well how is the the process longer for that than the technique it just it just depends i mean like it it depends how you know how off it is or it depends if it's like a a problem with like not knowing where like beat one is if not knowing where beat one is that's like the longest problem you know it's going to take a long time to kind of understand and for the most part it you know fixes to it is just counting out loud like a quick fix to it is just counting out loud like okay now just play this like um, instead of playing the full chord progression or whatever just play the first chord in that chord progression so imagine i'm playing brown eyed girl for example right in g so g c g and d so if uh, if you're having a hard time with that you know with that rhythm of that so just kind of do it to on one on one chord first and count one two three As long as that count is consistent, or one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. As long as it's consistent, you can say, you know, you can say the numbers, and the uh, and your hand is kind of, you know, matching up with uh, with what you're seeing. That'll that'll fix that. Um, not like in- entirely and stuff. Of course, everyone's you know still got. Um, some uh, some kinks to work out even after kind of knowing where you are in the beat but for the most part a lot of um a lot of those problems stem from kind of knowing where you are in the measure you know one two three four or whatever so you're not like uh doing down strums you know like or the uh beat one on beat three for example or beat one on anywhere else other than beat one you know exactly where beat one is and uh, on top of that if you're still having a hard time i would just kind of do just down strums so i would just Take that, you know, rhythm pattern with the right hand and just really simplify it as just one, two, three, four, and then go to one and two and three and four and, and then I'm not even gonna move on to all the chunks and whatnot. Then I'll say, oh, let's now let's add the uh, the the chords. So one, two, three, four, to one, two, three, four. Sometimes it's rhythm that has to do with uh, strumming and singing at the same time. 
So that's the same thing too. If you simplify the right hand and what you're doing rhythm-wise, it's much easier to sing it. Instead of trying to focus on this down, chunk up, left, right, up, down, A, B, you know, like whatever it is that you're doing here, you're like kind of um, subconsciously thinking about it and the lyrics are just not matching up, you know? So if you just um, simplify that into just... Hey, where did we go? It's much easier to do it. Days when the rains came Down in the hollow And then you can add the up so you can start to kind of slowly make it a little bit more complicated. Down in the hollow Playing a new game But that all stems from knowing where one, two, three, four, one too. So you're not switching too soon. You're not switching too late. It's the right amount of beats in the right amount of measures. I think that, that's like the challenge of learning anything. But yeah. ukulele, it's kind of similar to like, wait, well, like for language learning, mm-hmm. there's skill acquisition and knowledge acquisition. Mm-hmm. So knowledge acquisition is like the technique, right? You can correct yeah. that really quickly. You can learn mm-hmm. the practical side of like how to position your hands. Mm-hmm. But actually hearing rhythm and reproducing rhythm is a skill. Yeah. Like learning Kung Fu or something, you got to <clears throat> practice it over and over again. Yeah. And there's really no shame in like in bringing it all the way back to, yeah. to some basics and just down strums and down up, down up. You know, it's uh, it's better to kind of, you know, bring it back down and do it correctly than to just like try the complicated rhythm and and just be all over the place you know but <laughs> i'd rather go to you know like even just like a yeah. concert or somebody performing them just kind of like playing it super simple but they're and, right on yeah but right yeah, on right you know on. instead of like somebody trying you know too hard to do too much but then like everything's all over the place i would even argue that identifying rhythm is a skill that needs to be acquired yeah yeah, yeah. I, would, I would agree, and that's, agree that's something too that we we've been trying to work on how to improve <laughs> or yeah. yeah just how to communicate that mm-hmm. skill or like mm-hmm. how to get people to kind of acquire that skill mm-hmm. like uh providing resources for that because yeah. a lot of it stems from not having um, kind of that that basic kind of fundamental mm-hmm. music yeah. interaction as a yeah. kid. Yeah. So if you don't, if you didn't have a teacher that said like, okay, we're gonna um, like clap to row, row, row your boat. Yeah. Like the whole class is gonna do that. <laughs> if you didn't have stuff like that or stomp your feet, stomp yeah. your feet to Mary had a little lamb. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if you don't have that, then. You you might have a harder time as an adult. As an adult, yeah, because yeah, that wasn't kind of ingrained. Mm-hmm. Or if you didn't have uh, an adult that would carry you and rock you to the beat. It's true. You know, it's like, true. Yeah. You don't know how far back That's that true. goes. Yeah, that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I like thinking about it now. Like my grandma was one of those where like she would mm. sing stuff mm. just randomly. Yeah. And like if she was carrying a baby, she would be doing Rocking it to, to the beat. She's singing. Yeah. Mm. And so like how internalized is that? You don't mm-hmm. you don't really know how far back that goes. Mm. And just general mm. school in general is all knowledge acquisition, not skill. Not yeah. skill. Yeah. yeah. So if you especially I think people that go through like grad school and then get their doctorates and stuff mm. like that, like that's even more like knowledge acquisition. And, yeah. Like maybe they haven't done as much skill development this whole time and they've mm-hmm. gotten used to the idea of learning as mm-hmm. knowledge acquisition rather than mm-hmm. skill development. I feel like sometimes those people struggle a little bit more yeah. with learning. Because mm-hmm. you yeah. see like Josh in the live coaching mm-hmm. who's like, however old he was, like nine or whatever. Yeah. Just like ramp up his skill, you know, yeah. because he didn't have that um, intellectual baggage of, oh, this is what learning is. It's acquiring mm-hmm. the knowledge of how to place my hand here and whatever. 
yeah. rather than the practicing and yeah. developing yeah. the skill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then we do get a lot of adults that say like, well, can you explain it in a different way? Yeah, you know, because like, that's yeah. all knowledge-based acquisition. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm. So, th- so that's kind of instead of just trying it out for yourself and and getting into it already. Mm. Yeah. It's maybe, like I I'm, I have to like wrap my mind around it. Yeah. First, so yeah. You and read a book about swimming. Yeah, you could read yeah. a book about swimming and then jump in the pool. What's what's the chances that you're gonna swim perfectly <laughs> across the pool the first time? You know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. the difference between knowledge acquisition and skill development. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's it's tough. You know, like, and and too much knowledge. Like like I was saying earlier. Like if you're just kind of thinking about it. You know, and, and and you think too much, it's too yep. late already. Like to kind of do the do the actual skill. Yeah. You're like ah, it's down up down chunk you know like <laughs> you're if you're o- thinking that overthinking it. yeah you're overthinking it yeah it becomes then you miss it you know so that might be a lot of people's problems is like they're they're trying to think of the the pattern trying to think of like okay it goes like this uh, you know like this is how yeah. we taught it so i should do yeah. and then and then anxiety comes up and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> i think that's oh, where like you know? i think that's the root cause of any time someone emails like oh what's the strumming pattern mm-hmm. is that they're trying to acquire the knowledge to play the yeah. song when actually they should be focusing on the skill to play the yeah. song. Yeah. yeah. And that's why, I mean, main reason why we did away with strumming patterns this year. Yeah. And I think it's been so good. <laughs> so good without strumming. Like, Fridays run super smooth now. Instead of, like, uh, taking, like, five, ten minutes just trying to explain, like, all right, uh, Island of the Sun. And that, like, that will take, like, five, ten minutes yeah. to explain. Because yeah. it's, like, then a chunk of down, up. <laughs> Up, chunk, up, down, up, down, up. You're yeah, like, and then when, too, too long, you gotta break to, it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when to change your chords within yeah. that. It's nuts, it's nuts. But now it's just like, you know what, just do up. If you can do down, 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 and down, up, down, up, you can play along already. You don't yeah, need, it, it doesn't yeah. matter. You can just yeah. go ahead and play along with us. And, and then when you, when you get there, you'll get there. Yeah, and yeah. when you when you feel it, because you'll feel it too. Mm-hmm. Like you'll feel when we're when we're doing the strums and when we're doing the chunks and rolls and stuff. If you just don't think about it, just feel it. It comes a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. But then it's hard because people do default to that. Like, yeah, just, yeah, just tell me. Or just tell <laughs> just, like you know, yeah. just explain it I'm better. Too, I'm way too busy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I don't have time like you guys just play ukulele all day and i was like oh maybe, maybe you're right actually <laughs> so yeah good yeah good discussion anything all else right. uh, Do we have questions from the the live crowd well just people kind of commenting oh cool um jim was saying that uh okay well yoda was saying you have to kind of learn slow to be able to play it at speed later yeah so so kind of um slowing it down mm. sometimes helps sometimes it doesn't but um, and then Jim was saying learning the basics of rhythm as a skill is useful, but eventually it has to translate to feeling it. Yeah, yeah, coming from the heart. So yeah. But I mean, you know, when I was doing uh, private lessons like a, a while back, not the private lessons here for ukulele on the ground, but private lessons with other students. Um, I've had students where like we just kind of put the uke down, and we just like clap, or mm-hmm. we you know like we say one two, like we listen to the track, and we go one two three four, so that they know exactly like where the one uh, beat one is, and then we try to like go one and two and three and four and like now let's try to, you know, feel like where the you know where the axes are with the actual strumming pattern, you know, one two and and three and da 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 da, da. like that's. When you start to kind of feel it more, like when you're using your, you know, your voice, because there's no wrong chords when you're just going da 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 or la la la, you know. So it's um, 
I've I've had you know I've had students where we go down to to those you know to those levels where just like we're just clapping like camp campfire you know clap along kind of thing. But after that, when they finally pick up their instrument, and they get like they get the rhythm. They're like, okay, oh that's how it's supposed to be. Now using your hands instead of your you know your uh, your voice or your mouth to to make that sound. Yep, feeling it is like yeah. the top level of knowing rhythm mm-hmm. it's like when mm-hmm. you don't have to think about it at mm-hmm. all it just you know what it is yeah and that's why like yeah. when um when i explain when i used to explain strumming patterns it was easy to explain the strumming pattern because i would say it in rhythm you know like uh-huh. down chunk up up down up yeah. down chunk up up down because that was the actual rhythm that i'm feeling you know and i would just say like use my mouth to just like say those things but then and just but, saying words to it you yeah, know? yeah but yeah. you're not actually thinking about no. which direction yeah, or yeah. what you're doing with <laughs> that's why like when someone's like <clears throat> what beat is the chunk then i actually actually have to like stop and think, yeah like, oh it's beats yeah. uh two <laughs> you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but you shouldn't know either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't don't think about it. Yeah, yeah. just thinking too much already. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. What else? Okay, um, this one is from Wes Wesley, mm-hmm. uh, or next kind of few. Wesley related. was the guy with the with the bike. Ukulele Wesley. Yeah, 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 I think he's the guy with the bike. Uh, Remember so, that, that question? <laughs> oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so he was uh, saying. Mm-hmm. Um, how does the ukulele in particular and music in general affect your mood and thinking? And he's got some follow-up questions mm. to that too. Um, I don't know. Like I've always kind of, you know, like used ukulele and music in general to kind of like to to get away, you know, from like from anything else that I'm supposed to be yeah. thinking of like, like that day back in high school, you know, it's like ah homework can wait like i'm gonna do ukulele. this is my 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 way of escaping and for me like it's just if i immerse myself in it then like i don't have to think about anything else but that's just i don't know that's uniquely like my situation and stuff but uh music i believe you can um you can call up any kind of emotion that you want you can play sad stuff you can play like happy stuff so you can you know it does affect your mood if you if you let it you know affect your mood in that way um <laughs> or if you're using it for us yeah some kind of therapy yeah, yeah 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 so some it's and it is therapeutic you know music is therapeutic um even if not playing music but just listening to that kind of music i mean i know listening to like um uh, junior seniors like move your feet like kind of makes me want to move my feet you know like <laughs> don't 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 stop the beat that don't you know like i just I just get happy and I want to like clean the house or something, you know, but then like listening to like dashboard confession, which Ryan, you know, introduced me to <laughs> point fingers. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, on the way home, like this car, hears my confessions, <laughs> you know, it just, it will, uh, it will bring up whatever feelings that you, you know, that you choose to bring up and it might, you know. You usually listen to songs that fit your mood anyway, right? So uh-huh. it's not like you're in a you know you're in a crappy mood and you're gonna listen to Junior Senior, then you're just like ah, turn it off. Like I'm just not feeling it, you know. Uh-huh. So and and same thing with playing, I guess. Yeah, same thing with playing. Like um, if I'm in a good mood, I'll play the good songs. And uh, we mentioned this before, but like sometimes you know people request songs from us like uh, uh, on our performances on Wednesday night performances. And if I'm not <laughs> in the mood to play that, like I'm not. This, yeah. yeah, this has been kind yeah. of a, a current situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, and it's if I'm not in the mood to play that, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna play that. It's just not, yeah. you know. Or if the crowd is not, in, even if I'm in the mood for it, if the crowd's not in the mood for it, you yeah, know, yeah, like it's just it's one, yeah. it's one of those things. It can control moods, I and mean, it can set the mood as well. So. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, because we've been we've been talking about like the way that the show kind of goes on Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah. There's like a slight ramp up, especially towards the towards end. The end. Mm-hmm. And if somebody requests like a slow song yeah. towards the end, it's mm-hmm. like, should we actually yeah. play that? Because it's gonna kill the vibe. Yeah, and yep. It, yep. it's gonna take a while mm-hmm. to bring the audience back yeah. from that. So yeah, there was some late. No, no, some guy who wanted to hear somewhere over the rainbow uh, last ten minutes. Yeah, you know, we're like wrapping it up. We just played Let's Get It On, oh, you know, yeah. like we're all that super strum heavy. And like, so I said no to the guy. Uh-huh. And then like, um, he asked like one of the waiters and then the waiters asked us, can you guys play some of the rain? I was like, uh-huh. no, and he said no. And then I asked <laughs> one of the waitresses, like, oh, can you guys play? I'm like, yeah, all right, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and he gave into yeah, it. I gave into it. Probably should not have, have you yeah. know, but yeah, because like you could tell, you just tell him like, "Oh, I'll, I'll play for you later," but it's gonna kind of we're building to something. Yeah, yeah he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't yeah, having it. He uh, wasn't having it. He just really <laughs> wanted to hear that song. And it's I want to make everybody hear this song. <laughs> I love it. Plus, <laughs> we don't even play it like the thing, the the version yeah, that you're that thinking he wants, of. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we don't play it like like is. Aaron sings it like Judy Garland. It's just like double disappointment. Yeah, but it's whatever. I got him to do what I wanted him to do. Yeah. I guess he just took the victory. What, what is this? It's <laughs> uh, not what I asked for. <laughs> it's not Izzy. <laughs> it's not Izzy. Yeah. Izzy. I was. I wanted Izzy K. <laughs> Izzy. I wanted Izzy K. <laughs> it's barely K. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, uh, this yeah. is. This is too old for me. Yeah. These, the guy's like 70, 80 years old. Like, I didn't oh. want Judy G. I wanted Izzy K. <laughs> Judy G. That's what I'm going to say in the show. Now. This is, yeah. It's the Judy G version. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things that it does set the mood. And um, and it sets the vibe, especially if you're in a live performance. You know, so if... Um, me just playing for myself, it sets my mood and it like pretty much, you know, um, will dictate what how I'm gonna feel the rest of the day, depending on what move, uh, what what music I listen to or what music that I play on my ukulele. What I think is cool about music is, you can, if you hear a song that you haven't heard in a while, it yeah. can just bring you back to that point in yes, time in your life. Yes, like that's that's the one of the most crazy things for me because mm-hmm. like you cannot have thought about the song for ten years. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the song from that time period in your yeah. life. And if it was like a good time period, yeah. like, oh man, just like that feeling that you get. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty incredible. All the associated memories. All the associated yeah. memories yeah. come back. Yeah. <laughs> let's share this one story. Um, I don't know if you noticed, Aaron, but recently I've been like, oh, let's play G minor fleas, right? Mm-hmm. And every time I play G minor fleas or I think about G minor fleas, I think about one memory in particular. And that's, um, that's me. I... I entered this ukulele contest with Mike Fernandez, which is our b- bass player for our, for our old band. And um, in the same contest was Tim Cummings, Daniel's brother Tim. And he was really good at ukulele. And um, Auntie Koki, his mom, like backed him up and they played body surfing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they were right before us. And this was t- aired on TV. And this is how like Daniel uh, um, tells the story to me. He said that like he was watching TV and he's like, he saw his mom and his brother like play body surfing, and he's like, dang, like Tim's got this. It's it's awesome, you know. Tim's it's in the bag, you know, it's mm-hmm. in the bag. Tim's Tim's got it. And then shows like me and uh, me and Mike playing G minor fleas, and the dad you'll turn like, quickly turns at his old brother. Is like, oh, I'm sorry, Tim, but you just got destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Tim. Oh, I feel so bad for Tim. Oh, Tim, just go home, man. <laughs> like, that's that's how he explains it to me. He's like, oh, 
Tim, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, <laughs> man. But uh, I think of that. I think of that every single time, and like G minor fleas always brings it to that memory of like, oh, I guess. Wait, like, was it? It was a contest. It was a contest. It was um Waimea Town celebration. It wasn't Waimea. It yeah. was in Hanapepe. They had like a block party, uh-huh. and that was the first time that I've actually met Roy Sukuma because uh, Roy Sukuma was uh, was there, and he was doing like um because the Waimea Town celebration is not like a. What at that time wasn't a Roy Sukuma thing. Uh huh. Um, so that one in particular, they're giving away, you know, like Koaloha ukulele's, and that's how I got my Koaloha that got stolen. So that mm-hmm. it was from that contest. It was supposed to be apparently Tim's ukulele, but like, you know, like we went on and Dan like quickly turned to his brothers, like, oh man, Tim, go home, Tim. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, you're right. Like these, um, these songs that spark up like different kinds of memories and stuff. And every time we play that tune, it always, Brings me back to Hano Pepe, like playing with Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ah, good times. <laughs> well, and and that's kind of why you know people always request like, oh, can you mm. can you teach this song? Yeah, it's because it probably has a very has a special meaning to them, specific mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. memory associated. Mm-hmm. That's probably why that guy was requesting somewhere over the rainbow. Actually, <laughs> yeah, too, sure, it's probably too bad, in we, Hawaii and he's too bad like... we didn't play it the way that he wanted. <laughs> Uh, uh, don't yeah. ask for it at the end of I the proposed show. to my wife with this song. I had like all these emotional <laughs> yeah, attachments. Yeah, to the <laughs> you could probably go to the next bar and hear That's the true, hear yeah. the band play that yeah, song. You much know, like, better. Much better. You're much yeah. better than us. You yeah. know, like it's or you could is listen, listen to the is version. Yeah, and that's like flawless. The best take. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, you know, throw a rock here in, on Kauai. Like, you'll hear somebody playing that song. You'll find somebody that's willing to play that tune. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, next. Uh, so so kind of like related questions. Mm-hmm. It was about like, um, I play, he, he said, I play um, as a form of therapy a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. Um, and I, I find if I pick up my ukulele and make some music, uh, it alleviates some uh, depression and, exi- and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we kind of talked about that, too, yeah, right? Yeah, that is definitely true, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of... I, you know, I sometimes have trouble sleeping. And um, when when my family's, you know, like, asleep and stuff, and I'm the only one awake, when I grab my guitar, like, and I just kind of play really softly. Because ukulele, I just want to, like, like, strum and stuff. But guitar, I, I want to do, like, some finger-style finger, finger style kind of just playing. And I sing some, like, Jim Croce songs or, like, uh, James Taylor and whatnot. And it really brings, you know brings me down and then i can finally get some get some rest and go to sleep and stuff so it's a way for me to just kind of relax and just um kind of take my mind off of whatever i was thinking about and then finally get some you know get some sleep you know what's really cool too is like if you keep playing music for a long time and you get better and better and then you you much much later down the line you go back to the songs that you were learning right at the beginning Mm. and how exciting that was Mm. to learn that song it's you, that memory comes with you, right? Oh back, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like oh, this. I remember when I got this song. I remember mm-hmm. what it felt like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's probably the, some of the best therapies. Like you play those songs mm-hmm. with those emotional attachments to them, mm-hmm. the positive ones. And you, you can also them. see how much better you've gotten yeah. in the years too. You know? Yeah, I'm yeah. not you, all that terrible. Like, <laughs> you, can, you can go back to those songs and you can add things to them, yeah. mm-hmm. and you can yeah yeah play good, around man. with them more just because you have the skills. Yeah, it's definitely therapeutic. Um. Another great music therapy is writing music. Like yes, we, you know we um, yes. <laughs> we talked about this last like song challenge and stuff. Like just a bunch of like lyrics were just coming out to me, but I'm like ah uh, ah. Uh, 
press it down and just write something funny instead. <laughs> you know, that's what happened with me. It's like it's coming up. <laughs> it's coming up. It's bubbling. It's too raw. It's too raw. I gotta make it funny. You know, but it's writing music. Just write your emotions. Write whatever you're thinking, and you know it. it might not always be like a masterpiece, but you just never know. But it's a way of therapy to writing stuff down, putting it into music, and it's it's awesome. Remember yeah, Ken, awesome. we were at Kenny Endo's house, mm. and he was talking about songwriting, and he talked mm. to like, he's like, I don't think I write songs. I think the song just comes in through me, and then it comes mm. out. Mm. And I was like, oh yeah, that actually is what it <laughs> yeah. feels like, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the best songs. I mean, yeah. you can sit down and like, you can bang it out, you can yeah. bang one out. But it's yeah. better if it just comes to you. Who was Kenny Endo? Kenny Endo was. <laughs> The father of our taiko drum player when we had a band on a while. No. <laughs> he's, he's famous. He's, he's, he's kind of famous. Kind of famous. He's like a world-renowned taiko, taiko Japanese drum yeah. um, play artist. Mm. But his son was Miles. in our trio, Miles. Yeah. yeah, Named after Miles Davis. Really? I yeah, that's, that's, that's what he told me. Named after Miles Davis. Wow. And Miles is actually like a world-renowned furniture designer now, right? Oh, yeah? Isn't that what he is? I, I, I checked yeah. out his website. Oh, yeah. He's selling his furniture for a lot of money. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. He asked us to play for his wedding, by I know. the way. I was, that's my bad, Miles. Sorry, <laughs> Miles is losing right now. It's just too hard to go. Yeah, I would have so... loved to if I actually played guitar in the last couple of years. <laughs> he wanted to get the boys back I know, he together. Wanted to get the boys back together. Boys back Back in town. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. doing really well. I was oh, yeah? oh, so good for him. He's always been super artsy and stuff. I was into like RC cars like back then. Yeah. And um and he was like, Oh, let me uh we take your RC car like and, and paint it like however you want. And I'm like, Okay, I guess you can take a stab at it. And he comes back I'm like, Oh snap, yeah. it car. looks like a real oh. car. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And because like I knew he was like artsy, but I knew he was like that good. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have the coolest car in the block now. Oh, it's an RC car. In the block. I think I think he kind of specializes now in like yeah. industrial lighting, but oh, not yeah. industrial lighting in the sense that like you put in a warehouse. Like mm-hmm. Facebook will buy yeah. like a light fixture yeah. for ten thousand dollars from yeah. him or twenty thousand dollars from mm-hmm. him, and that's what he does now. It's pretty cool. It's Man. pretty nice stuff. I miss actually. that guy. He was he was super cool. It was a very nice. You know, like what what's mm-hmm. like when I think about it, it's like. I was like such a not complete person when I was that age, and he was in high school. Yeah, and he was so he much more. He, he was so much more mature than I might even be now. You know? <laughs> I think about those kind of people sometimes. Like, yeah, how did he get it figured out like that? Uh, have an age. Yeah. He had it. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, was Endo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I derailed. No, 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 that's no, awesome. Yeah. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, kind of going back to the songwriting. Yeah. I I feel like the lyric lyric writing mm. kind of makes me like I'll end up saying things through mm. lyrics that I didn't even realize that mm. I felt, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I could be talking about some other situation, but it actually applies to current situations mm. like going on with me now, so yeah. so it um yeah, I don't know like what that there's a the term music therapy, mm-hmm. which is like a thing, right? It's a thing, yeah. But I think it's redundant because all music is therapy. You know? <laughs> yeah. I tell that to my mother-in-law, who like who majored in music therapy. Yeah, he has I a think, degree in music I therapy. I think it's. I think it's. Yeah, <laughs> I think all music is therapy, whether you're listening to yeah. it or you're writing it or mm-hmm. you're playing other people's music. Mm-hmm. It's like it's filling some and and that was kind of part of the his question yeah. as well is like um you talk about how to play ukulele but why are you playing what's mm-hmm. the itch that you're scratching and is it a puzzle is it social is it spiritual and i think it it has to do with um all of those things yeah yeah just in different ways but 
yeah for me mm-hmm. writing music really kind of gets mm-hmm. deep in there yeah. and like you have to be comfortable like in, <laughs> in order to be like a become a better writer you have to like sit with the discomfort of mm-hmm. like going down into yeah. the depths <laughs> and like pulling out something yeah. and like no matter if it if it's like ugly or uh-huh. beautiful like whatever comes out of the depths mm-hmm. you just gotta like take time to look at it and ponder it mm-hmm. you know because i mean imagine the greatest songs in the world and stuff like those songs wouldn't be written if you know like if people didn't reach all the way down yeah you know, like and yeah brought out those lyrics yeah because you, you can write something that you just like dip a little bit yeah. and it's just surface level yeah and it comes out exactly like like it does it's just shallow you know yeah. like yeah when you want a deep song you really you know you have to yeah. you have to be comfortable with yeah. yourself and like like you know really shining a light on stuff yeah. that you might not want to see <laughs> one of the greatest songs in the world baby shark is then <laughs> you know? just it, you you had to pull deep down yeah. in your yeah. soul yeah baby sh- and then mommy shark and then daddy shark and the japanese and korean versions <laughs> of oh snap <laughs> you know like that's you reaching multiculturally <laughs> into your loins picking out the right you know, you can't just say "okasan do 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 What is the Japanese version? I forget what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen it <laughs> But you, you, I think about that sometimes, you know, because like there's no like as far as like what a human needs to stay alive. Yeah, music is not one of those things. No, but it kind of almost. Why is it around then? You know, yeah. why is it so va- mm. still valued so much in society? Yeah. Mm. It must have like some kind of psychological function mm. for human mm. beings because. Like you said, like there's million dollar songs out there. Like someone yeah. wrote a song and made like millions of dollars out of it. Yeah. Society has deemed that song that valuable, where yeah. it's necessary. Mm-hmm. But it, and if you look at it like at this as a whole, you don't need music to survive in mm-hmm. as far as like biologically. Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting thing I think about. Yeah. yeah. And and the fact that every single culture has music. has music. Mm-hmm. You know. It, it might be different types yeah. of music or produced in a different yeah. way, but like every culture has music. Yeah. And, and so, dating all the way back, you know, yeah. like yeah. as far as you know, people can remember. There's been like types of music, yeah. percussion, yeah, you know? yeah. So the fact that we perpetuate this cultural thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is like it must serve a purpose. Yeah, yeah. It feeds our souls. You know? <laughs> <laughs> kind yeah. of, yeah. Know. Kind of does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <It's> chicken soup. <laughs> you don't have to eat chicken soup, but it's delicious. <laughs> it works. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much all the questions mm-hmm. that we got. But yeah, was in the chat saying, please stop. I don't want, want to have to pull five different versions of Baby Shark. I heard there's a Russian version of Baby Shark too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you're a parent, you don't know Baby Shark. You're not a parent. Yeah, that's <laughs> nah, like the, nah, nah. the theme song I didn't for like a know bunch Baby of uh, Major League teams now. Oh, yeah? Baby yeah. Shark? Yeah. I didn't know it, actually. I, and, you know, so that statement is, is, is false. Because when I visited um, the main lab for the first time, and my, uh, my brother-in-law was like, oh, so, you know, do you play Baby Shark for her? I was like, what is Baby Shark? Like, I'm not even, like, what, is, what even is that? It's like, oh. You got, you got to get in on it. And like, he played <laughs> it. Get in, on <laughs> you gotta get in on this. He yeah. played it. On the and ground like, floor. <laughs> excuse me. Almost instantly, his kid just started dancing. Like, uh-huh. And it's like, whoa, that's like some kind of like trance inducing <laughs> music. You know? And like, my kid did not react to it like at all. Uh-huh. She's just like, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, she, she didn't hate it, you know? Uh-huh. But it's just like, 
oh, this is kind of like trance. I mean, I know there's trance music out there and stuff, but like, <laughs> that is seriously trance music. Yeah, Mason used to that a lot too. Really? When he was younger, yeah. Like two. Dang, man. Like that stuff. There's there's a formula to like get these kids' brains like just I think it's like biologically programmed in, really? right? Like I feel like music is biologically programmed mm. into human beings, so that's probably to hitting something, yeah. you know. Respond. Yeah, you know. and I felt like I was out of the loop, like not knowing about this like magic song that like if you really want your kids to calm down you know yeah. just turn out some baby yeah. shark yeah. and yeah, now like I... <laughs> yeah, exactly now they've just like really monetized and, and i just, think like that... sell baby shark I stuff think... everywhere <laughs> i actually think there was like an old version of baby shark yeah and then the one that you're talking about yeah. is like the new remix version that yeah. came out like maybe five or six years ago really but the older version is like slow mm. uh, it's like baby shark doo, 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 doo. and then oh. baby shark doo. And then the, the one that you're talking about is the, is the pink <laughs> pong one, right? Kahai, yeah, yeah, pink pong. Yeah. Yeah. Kahai is getting more and more bad <laughs> as we go along. <laughs> so, sorry, Kahai. I know. Yeah, okay, wait. But it's philosophical conversation. Yeah, yeah about like, oh, baby, baby shark. shark. <laughs> Great. Okay, moving well, on. Yeah, yeah. So there actually was one um, another question in the yeah, chat. Sure. Um, how do you pick a string with your thumb on the way up? with a short nail is it possible hmm i mean you can use uh <clears throat> it it's possible but it's not ideal you know um when when we're talking about this kind of uh, technique you know of earlier this kind of thumb going down like so you can do it on the up as well kind of using that same uh that same fretboard as a guide and you're kind of like launching your uh, you know launching your thumb up so i'm not hitting it, i'm hitting it from the side so i'm how i'm hitting it is uh, on your thumb, right? There's, uh, there's this bone right here. Or not, not knuckle, not bone. There's a knuckle right here. And that knuckle protrudes a little bit. So this knuckle, I use that as kind of a guide. So I use that knuckle here, and I go up. It's not ideal because you, you don't hear too well, but it's possible to kind of do that. I even can like kind of strum up. And if you look at it carefully, the nail is here, and it's not going to hit at all. So it's a very soft hit and that stems off from me just like knowing how to kind of strum with the side of my thumb so that, that doesn't uh, that doesn't use any nail at all so you can as far as picking like picking um, yeah I think like the question lines, was more about picking it I don't I don't think so but I guess if you don't have a nail you can still hit it you know kind of up and stuff but it's just would wouldn't be as as clear you might get like kind of a muted note but if that's what you're going for so i think you that's, can but... that's like the hammering and nail with a screwdriver kind of thing. <laughs> yeah because there's yeah. a better way to do that that's like true because yeah. metal, metal, metal you can drum. just like pluck down yeah and it's, it's or if you have to like do like you know mm. pluck up and stuff you would use a different finger right? yeah just yeah. do like uh, thumb and middle yeah, or something yeah. thumb and if thumb you have to do it that quickly yeah yeah so that's that's true it's a great way to think of it it's just hammering the nail with yeah. a screwdriver yeah i mean you don't often pluck up mm. with your thumb anyway no, no, uh, no. Uh, like aside from doing the tremolo mm -hmm. you know it's true it's true because it's not strong like that's a that's a weak position yeah. for your thumb to be in to try mm. to come up you know your thumb yeah. is stronger coming down and your fingers are stronger coming mm. up so mm -hmm. yeah so so yeah uh yeah. you don't really need to do it 
you can try you try and figure yeah. out a way we're not discouraging anyone from you know so what if it's like a a new thing like yeah. someone figures out like oh it's so much better like oh remember what the you, you guys said it's like the, don't it's <laughs> the Fosbury flop of ukulele playing yeah. it's like oh snap and then it discredits us like, like everybody oh, no. only plays like up picks with their thumb now and like oh, they do snap. down picks down picks yeah. with their pointer finger and up picks with their thumb and they'll always say like remember yeah. that time that ukulele on the ground doubted me like, like, oh, no yeah. we missed the train there'd be like a documentary about the Fosbury flop kind of equivalent of the ukulele world. <laughs> up until then everybody plucked down with their thumb yeah i mean i mean like picking with your thumb is a relatively new that's true kind of that's thing true yeah too. i mean who, who else did that before what the sun what the sun with his thumb oh really yeah, yeah. but oh, troy okay. fernandez picked with his pointer, pointer finger. finger yeah okay so i guess i mean it's been around then it's not yeah like but a... it's mostly with the nail because i've seen Otasan with a broken nail and yeah. it was I mean, I don't want to say... Not the same. Yeah, there you go. That's the nice not the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same. <laughs> Actually, Otosan's picking style is really unique too because it's really thumb heavy, but it's like yeah. using the thumb, moving the thumb in yeah. a way that's like not just mm. like, you know, like how you do it. It's mm-hmm. more like you're bracing and you're going up and down. Mm-hmm. But he's like moving, actually moving his thumb up and down. <laughs> yeah. When I do that, people like trip out because I can kind of like, um, I'm like double jointed here. Yeah. So I can kind of do the tremolos without like doing the things up. Yeah, that's how he does it, right? That's yeah. how he, that's how Otisan does it. They're just like, Whoa, yeah. Yeah. It's like I play a lot of video games. Button mashing, yeah, button mashing. If you play Street yeah. Fighter enough, if you play Blanca or E Honda, you'll you'll know. Can you can you can you do that technique that Otisan did or does? Hold up. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Can you do that? Yeah. Can you strum? Tripped me out the first time I seen that. <laughs> yeah, it's like a goal pick. Yeah, goal pick. So it's yeah. like down up. Duh, duh, duh. So instead of the chunk, yeah, kind of just hit that. So you, um, instead of you, so you substitute it for a chunk because it's, it's a it's a down. You know when you do a chunk, so instead of doing down, you just down onto the uh, onto the the soundboard. So down up, chunk up, down up, chunk up, down up. So down up, chunk up, up down up, down up, down up, chunk up, down up. So just that. Yeah. I remember like Roy Sukum was like, oh yeah, you do it like this, and he could do it. And like he was like, <laughs> yeah, Roy Sukum was pretty good. He's yeah, really he's good. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you just do it like this. Yeah, but he went to the route of uh, yeah. of producing instead. Producing yeah. and yeah. teaching, you know. But he doesn't teach that. Unless only like, maybe the most advanced students he'll teach yeah. that Gopi thing. I think, well, with Otasan, his up was with the thumb. So yeah, it's yeah. like down, up, chunk, up, down, yeah. up. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's a little bit more difficult. Yeah. But I can do it with just like with just a pointer, just uh-huh. as using it like a chunk and stuff. Yeah. So instead of doing like that's kind of tough too. Um, we have a we have a uke minutes on that, right? Yeah, I think Craig cheated. Craig, yeah, got it. So that's tough with doing doing that. Yeah. You can just do it pointer. Sounds exactly the same. <laughs> it's just as good. It's just as good. That's <laughs> it's been my whole career. <laughs> Just as good. Adrian <laughs> <laughs> Guerrero. Just as good. Just as good. I will write. I will write a biography. <laughs> That's your book title. Yeah. That's my book title. <laughs> just as good. It's just as good. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess we have one uh, Golpe Yuk sure. minutes with mm. you teaching it, and then mm. one with Craig. I think Craig's one is like a five finger Golpe. Yeah, yeah, I think he does like the, the yeah. like a fancy one. Yeah, yeah. Mine is just that. But yeah. just instead of the, the uh the chunk on the down, it's the gulpy on the down. 
So for those of you who want to see it slow, this is this. Um, I just, you know, just really just flick my pointer finger on there. Because what's your um, chunking position? It's this anyway. So it's the same exact thing. Right? So oh, it sorry. looks exactly <laughs> so that instead of doing a chunk. So if I do the chunk, it ends up there. When I do the gulpe, it's there. Same. So it doesn't knock me out of position. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of, you kind of want to do that for all of your techniques. Yeah. I, I remember we did, we both of us tripped out like, oh, what is he yeah, doing? Yeah. What is he oh, doing? Oh, this snap. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, uh, he does one. Which is uh, which is really cool. Where he just like kind of does this. Yeah, like, yeah, he, that one. He that was the point one. to the thing. So same, not same, but um, once you go down, you can still like follow it up with an up strum that way. But he's still doing the down up. So that's, yeah, that's the one. It's that, like that was the tapping one. your yeah. head and rubbing your yeah, stomach yeah. at the same time. It's not so it's like down up uh, up down up. So oh. it's, it's it's nuts. <laughs> oh man, Watasan is awesome. Watasan actually was a very early ukulele underground fan. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. He wrote in a yes. letter. Yeah, because he didn't have an email address. He wrote <laughs> me a letter <laughs> asking for a sticker. That's, that's, right. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still have the letter and, somewhere in the uh, house. Tell the story of because uh, when we when we recorded our album, the K Town uh -huh. Heroes album and stuff, we did body surfing, which yeah. is owned by him. Uh -huh. <laughs> so. Tell him like how he, how we would pay like uh, the royalties. I forget. I don't remember. <laughs> he just did. Just do it. Oh. Just, just do it. It's like oh, we want to like you know we want to pay you for for the thing. It's like we want to cover your song. So how do we get the you know the uh, the copyrights for mm. it? It's like Ryan, just do it. <laughs> I forget. I forget that already. <laughs> so we just put it on the album. But we did ask for, for permission. Mm -hmm. We did contact him. Like hey, can we have the song on uh, on our album? <laughs> Yeah, I gotta find that letter oh, wow. that he wrote. <laughs> That's cool. Handwritten yeah. letter. Handwritten letter. Snap from Otasa asking That's... for a sticker. That's gonna be worth tens of dollars. I thought that was really cool though. That is awesome because it was really early. It. I, I I saw it in my old house. Mm -hmm. I gotta go look for it. It's cool, but it was like wow, like you know, mm -hmm. he's kind of like was a legend mm -hmm, of his mm -hmm. time and. He wrote a letter mm -hmm. asking for a sticker. He's still a legend. <laughs> still a legend. Yeah, for ukulele players. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Any any uh, other questions, comments? Uh, that's pretty much. Uh, kind of James Hill does Billie Jean and. That's oh, that's kind different. Of, uh, yeah, that's different. different. That's yeah. like on the um, on the bridge kind of. That's a yeah. <laughs> But same kind of idea as this, like kind of putting your finger down and then strumming up. So it's kind of like dum 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 bum. So like when you when you hit the um, that bass kind of gold bit, right. hitting so the, the bridge down or and the then saddle. it goes up again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to do that right now. So. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm not yeah. Didn't we do James a lesson Hill. on Billie Jean? I yeah, yeah but not, but uh, not James Hill. Oh, not the James Hill. <laughs> it was like way before he did. Yeah, no, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was. yeah. 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 yeah we've we've been around for a while. <laughs> it, was, it was when the underground did it. I want to yell that so bad. As good as a lot of like lessons. There's a kid I saw on Instagram like doing um something, and I'm like. 
<laughs> but that's cool though because it's like yeah, it's... I think the, I told you guys a story but Steve Jobs talked about how mm-hmm. you just become sediment layers mm-hmm. like you, like the person who invented the computer mouse mm-hmm. nobody knows what his name is <laughs> that's true but everybody used yeah. it you know yeah. and like the person who invented the, the touch screen mm-hmm. you just become a layer of sediment in the history ah. of ukulele mm-hmm. underground I mean mm-hmm. ukulele teaching you know yeah. on the internet so we've laid a pretty big sediment layer that yeah. if anybody wants to go and dig for it they'll <laughs> yeah. find yeah. Like, they'll yeah. find yeah. that sediment layer you know it's crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cool. And, and you see it in a lot of like yeah. the, the ukulele teachers even yeah. nowadays, you know, and stuff like the way that they, they teach stuff or stuff that uh, that they would teach. Even the content. Like yeah. if I look at the content and look at the arrangement, I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's my arrangement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I know that that's my arrangement <laughs> because I picked those notes because those are not supposed to be the notes, yeah. you know, and I picked that key for that. It's it's crazy. Yeah. But no one will give us credit. No, but no, fine. But no one we'll, needs to give us credit. We're the, we're the sediment. We should be that's proud right. that we laid the <laughs> sediment that we layer, laid that, you know? that groundwork down. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in 100 years, we're all going to be dead and no one's going to know us anyway. So, you know, <laughs> that's kind of like the way that I think about it. It's like, you know, it's cool that we got to do it. No. When 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 I in a hundred years, Ryan, <laughs> my marble statue <laughs> will still be in the front yard of my kid's yeah. house. <laughs> what do you want to be doing in your statue? Oh, what do you want to be question. posed as? Um, what if you had to choose? Like, what? How close would it be to like your actually day to day life versus like you know? Oh, I thought what? like how close to your actual body. Like, I no, would, no, no, no. I would want to be a little bit more. <laughs> Like eighteen year old body, two thousand marbleized, exactly two thousand seven hundred girl. What if what if they had to erect a statue of you? Yes, it's like you get the honor. Like oh, we're gonna remember Aldrin Guerrero, but it has to be like what he spends the majority of his day doing. Like that's the statue. Like what? It's like oh, it would have to be a big statue for the bed. Yeah, like laying down on the bed, your phone or something. Yeah, that would be a pretty big statue. Yeah. <laughs> That's like everybody. Yeah. 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 So. Any more questions, Aaron? <laughs> there, there is one. Um, Gabe in the chat okay. said, uh, I'm an 11-year-old or 11-year homeschooler. Mm-hmm. I just joined UU today. Cool. Um, Thank you. Can you show in slower motion when and how you hit your thumb on the downstroke? So I, I'm not sure... Which mm. um, is he talking about? What he just was playing the golpe? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure which. Mm. Okay, um, I'll technique. try to play it a couple a couple ways. So the chunk, yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, you're, that, you're talking to you're talking about. So yeah, so, when you um <clears throat> when you strum your ukulele, ideally, you know, like you want you want a loose wrist. Okay, you have your um your forearm here, just kind of pinching it to your body and stuff. Pointer finger pointing to this to the sweet spot, which is right here. And then you just kind of do a down up, kind of pointing to yourself and then pointing down to the ground with just your loose wrist kind of, you know, kind of doing that. You let the uh, the weight of your whole hand kind of go down like this. And when you let the weight of your whole hand go down, your thumb is in a unique position to stop the strings. So you're kind of doing down with your fingers and then stopping it with the thumb as soon as it hits down like so. So just kind of using the weight of your hand to go down. Uh, I like to, the more fingers that you use, the uh, the the thicker the chunk sound is. That's chunkier, I guess. <laughs> you know, so just kind of let your uh, let the weight of your hand go down. Stop it with your thumb immediately. So just kind of pointing to yourself and then pointing down to the ground. I like to tell people it's like you going to a beauty salon, just kind of looking at your nails like so. I'm like, oh okay, and then you know. Um, or look at it like a construction worker. It's a construction worker, and like you just came back from the salon. So you look at it this way, you know, if you're just like, oh, look at my nails and stuff. 
But that's kind of to an exaggeration, but it's kind of going from here. That's the twisting of the wrist motion. Looking at your uh, looking at your nails like a construction worker and looking at them like a salon. So that same kind of motion will uh, we'll twist your, your wrist so that your thumb is in the right position to stop, like so. Um, but if you're doing down, down up, down up strokes, if you're you know like going from beginning, um, down up, down up stroke, usually I'm, uh, I'm hitting it from like a 45 degree angle. I don't know if you can see the angle from there, but it's just kind of, so it gets both kind of uh, flesh and nail at the same time. And you're using the um, <clears throat> the tension of the string, so you're kind of uh, resting on the tension and letting the tension go. That's that's how your strings make noise. So you're just kind of going down, using and riding the um, you know riding the the non grip, I should say, of the strings. And just kind of sliding off the strings, but letting um, letting the tension go. Same thing on the upstroke, but I use kind of my more of my nail to slide up. So if that's what you were talking about, that's yeah. what I, do. I think he was talking about the, the chunk. chunk. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, because he said, I got it to work. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. And um, so, yeah, yeah, don't try to do it in the up, though. Up strong, uh, there's no such thing as up chunk. <laughs> yeah. In playing ukulele. Yeah, in playing ukulele. Well, that's, the, the part of the thing with the chunk, the chunk is <laughs> that it's actually just a modified down stroke. Yeah. Like most people, down strum, right? People... Think about it like it's a unique thing, but it's yeah. all it is is just you're modifying the down strum yeah. to touch the strings. Yeah, with your instead thumb. of keeping with yeah, your thumb. Yeah, so if you uh, if you do a close up here, so I'm just doing the regular down strum. It looks no different than when I do my chunk, other than I'm like bringing it closer. So my regular strum looks like this slow. So I'm missing it just by like an inch, you know. But then when I do the chunk. I move this forward and I actually hit the strings. You know, I just realized the chunk is actually a good way to check if you're strumming properly. That's because true. if you can't do the chunk, that means yeah. your strum is not correct. Yeah. The the form is the right. form is yeah. not right. Yeah. And you know, I've uh, I've taken some tennis lessons, and that's kind of like where the the whole form thing kind of leads me. Like, if you don't have good form, everything is not going to follow through yep. correctly. You know, so if if you don't have this form of like loose wrist, pointing up, pointing down, kind of thing, it's really tough to explain. The, um, the the chunk because there's no point of like uh where does my hand go but really yeah if you have a loose wrist use that kind of weight it's just the weight of my hand going down and then stopping it with my thumb <clears throat> I mean of course you, people can figure out how to chunk without proper technique but yeah. it's just so much easier you, you have... know what you know what it's not is yeah. using your palm <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah that's hard that's, that's it's really not hard. that it's definitely not because that's that. not a modified downstroke down I yeah. keep calling it a downstroke <laughs> but it's a downstrum right? <clears throat> yeah. Stroke is good too. Downstroke. Yeah, downstroke is good. Since we're talking about tennis, tennis. Yeah, that's, I think that's what that's, that's what's messing me up. I'm <laughs> thinking about true. tennis. You know, yeah. 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 It's strokes. You know, like follow through. But then the uh, the form has to be correct in order for it to you know to do it properly. Like you can still way. like you can still mm -hmm. play tennis with terrible form, and you can get yeah. pretty good. But it's just a lot. Form. It's just a lot easier yeah. if your form is it's a good. little bit better. Yeah. You know, yeah. at the beginning, mm -hmm. it just makes things easier for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Any any final things you want to say before we go? Uh, was that an hour already? Yeah, wow. it goes fast. It goes by fast. I can man. do this podcasting thing. <laughs> you talk to high his services are no longer. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, guys. Stay good. one more week. Yeah. Guys, good. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I don't think Aaron would <laughs> like yeah. doing Kai's job. Yeah, it looks pretty stressful over there. Yeah. Let's let's give a hat to Aaron for uh, for keeping it together. Yeah, good job, Aaron. <laughs> and I think um, it'll pretty much be exactly like this for tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not gonna add any chords on the screen for the for the live jam. I'm just gonna do this well the chords are like subtitles so <laughs> you're, you're training people to actually like listen more rather than read the subtitles yeah. so you're helping yeah. them out you're welcome yeah. everybody or or you we could read all the hate comments <laughs> never bring ryan back on again <laughs> yeah. or we could um just have like a whiteboard or something and i i can draw them really fast <laughs> <laughs> you run in every scene and you erase them and draw yeah. the chords very um yeah very low tech Alright, well, this should be fun. We'll, uh, we'll see you folks tomorrow for Aloha Friday Live Jam. Um, if you guys want some, uh, some instruction right now, you guys stick around for the one-on-one coaching. Um, the link should be on top of the banner on the front page or the home page if you guys want to, um, check Every that page. out. Yeah. Oh, Every page. Um, they wanted to page. see the hot sauce bottle. Oh, just, um... Oh, actually, I'm not, I'm not eating lunch at the office in uh in a yeah bit. so it's kind of the same the progress is still the same they're they're taking bets on how long it'll take me to, uh, to, to <laughs> eat this entire bottle of hot sauce it's just above the label right now yeah. she just like open it on the yeah it's like the tank's <laughs> stone like, cold no, it's here so. now <laughs> oh, <laughs> <gross>. <laughs> <laughs> all right now um so that that's where it's at right now it's been a really slow week at the office for food for me anyway so yeah but because that was one week it took me <laughs> to get there so this week was that's pretty impressive actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's just i love that, that sauce taste got dude ever they're doing really well yeah considering they're you, you know the story right like what? they were like a it's oh, like yeah. kids oh, like the like, local guys yeah they're yeah. homeschooling their kids mm-hmm. so they grew a bunch of peppers in their yard to like teach them oh, how to like, grow stuff sell these and they're like oh we have way too much peppers we should make yeah. something with them so they made hot sauce and you should sell it and then they started yeah. selling it again. yeah now they're everywhere yeah first we feast like you know, are you yeah. serious? Yeah, that's oh, one, wow. one yeah, of those one like of the kids was one of the hot ones. Also. Wow, yeah, yeah. they're big now. Yeah, so. some 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 homeschool family from Maui. Uh, yeah, living good the American stuff. dream. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, they uh, they actually liked our post. We we posted that like that hot because oh, yeah? we gave away one of their hot sauce oh, for nice. one of the Thursdays and stuff. And uh, they uh, they liked our our post. I ordered commented. it for you for Christmas one yeah. year, like when they first started, mm-hmm. and it was like yeah. that guy just like answering mm-hmm. all the emails like yeah, the whole man. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was I like, had... stop working! It's before <clears throat> Christmas, and he's like, I can't, I can't stop working. <laughs> <laughs> too busy. Yeah, it's too busy to stop. Yeah, but I he's like emailing him yeah. when uh, when you know when um when he had like the. Not, it wasn't a Chloe kid, but it was like one of the Maruga scorpion peppers. Like he uh-huh. only made like so much and uh-huh. stuff. And I was like, let me know like when it comes <laughs> out, you know, because I really want one of those. I love Maruga scorpion. So he's like, he's like, okay, cool, you know. So when when it finally came, it was like, hey, uh, we're gonna release in like you know. In, he in actually, I was like, oh, hot damn, it's <laughs> yeah. so cool, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's how you do it, man. Yep. That's how you do it. That's, that's how, how you become you a successful business. Yep. Apparently, so I gotta start answering more emails, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you probably should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the understatement of the century. (laughs) Actually, I've been doing pretty terribly too the last few weeks. I've been doing. You know what? You've been doing better than me. I've been doing better this year and last year than I did in the past eight years (laughs) on the ground. So that's pretty good. Yeah. 
Well, on that note, we'll see you folks next time. Have a great one. Uh, check out all the awesome things here at ukulelaontheground.com. If you guys are listening to this on a, uh, as a podcast, thank you so much for downloading us. Make sure you check out ukuleleontheground.com and sign up for UU Plus to take your ukulele playing to the next level. Have a great one, guys. Aloha. Thank you, Ryan, for, uh, for joining us. Hey. Hey. Bye, guys. Download our app, too. <laughs> yes. And people Download have been app. saying the app isn't working on iOS, the new version. So if it isn't, let me know, too, because I have two people have said that so far. Yeah, yeah. we need the feedback. We need more feedback. And if you want to upgrade your... Uh, your subscription <laughs> cats are your monthly instead of yearly uh, email Ryan I'll say hey we'll see you guys next time aloha you guys have outro music <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. nice